Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We need to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Welcome in our buddy, Caleb Johnson, who we know is going to keep it 100 with us. He's going to keep it a buck. 0-2, Caleb. We know where we need to start. Why has Trey Young been bad in these first two games? What have you seen? Um, you know, that's that's a great question. It's it's a difficult one to answer, quite honestly, because the the blanketed, you know, Trey's been bad is like, well, his defense has truly improved. Uh, I think that was, you know, something that he's talked a lot about. That's something that Quinn Snyder has spent a lot of time talking about the fact that they wanted to improve their team's defense. I think the thing that quite honestly, but between the time that you and I last talked, we had media day and we had the preseason and watching these guys play in the preseason. I was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm seeing guys, Developed. I'm seeing, you know, especially, uh, I mean, just the the absolute marvel that I, I believe, at least, that Jalen Johnson has been as of late, been great. Uh, but at the same time, Trey wasn't his regular self. And what he told us at the time and what he remains to, to enforce, you know, or just kind of reinforce, I should say, going over and over and over again is that, hey, I'm not worried our offense in the past has been one of the best offenses in the league. It's just taking some time. I think there are elements of this as, you know, training camp is not the same that it used to be anymore, um, especially like the amount of time that these guys are physically practicing, not just watching film. Because I love Quinn Snyder uh, gave me and Lauren Williams and a couple others uh, not too long ago a whole thing about, you know, all I – I, I look at, at shoot-around as practice. I look at film study as practice. I look at, you know, actually practicing as practice. But in Caleb's opinion, I look at actual practice on the court as the type of practice that the Hawks need because they're implementing Quinn Snyder's system. And, and really, I feel like what we've seen to start out with is when Quinn Snyder took over last year, he was just going with the flow of what they were already doing under Nate McMillan, and he just made some tweaks here and there. This time around, it is his system that he is trying to run, and you're watching guys out on the court 
um, run into spots where they're they're honestly they're having to think too much. I think quite honestly um, about making sure they're helping the right guy, making sure they're in the right spot. And it's leaving guys open and, you know, whether it's the Knicks knocking down threes or, um, you know, the, the Hornets who got hot in the, in the second half of that first game, um, you know, you're seeing defensive deficiencies that I think are going to get fixed. And, but an overall improvement in defense, it's just the offense hasn't been there. Um, and I, I don't know that there's like an easy way to explain it, Chris. It's one of those, like, We've seen these guys shoot really well, so we expect it's just going to come back. Um, and I'm I'm on the, like, let's give it – I'm going to go on a limb and say let's give it 15 games um, before we see this thing should be looking like a well-oiled machine. Otherwise, I might hit the panic button. Okay, Caleb, here's my concern, right? You have Milwaukee – Twice, I believe, uh-huh. yeah. sandwiched in between Minnesota, so you could uh-huh. be looking at potentially if the, if a disaster scenario strikes at like zero and five, zero and six, and I believe because of the lack of moves in the off season, the fan base is going to get real antsy real quick, and there's a chance for this thing to snowball, and that's why I thought even though it's just zero and two that these first two games were really important. Yeah, I mean, the to me it was the first one that was the real, like, I, you know, you, you say that I'm, I'm a realist about this. I expected home opener against the Knicks just because that Knicks team has played together longer. Um, it's literally coming, you know, going back to their college days, like those guys just have a feel for one another, at least, you know, a couple of those guards. Um, and so there's just a, a different level of comfort that I think they have than bringing in Quinn and all of the changes that he wants to make. I think if they do go on what you know you're kind of alluding to a potential what 0 and five start to the season, all that's going to happen, at least in my opinion, is going to be two things: that nationally there's going to be a bunch of people going like, "Ew." This train DeJounte thing isn't working, and even Quinn Snyder couldn't fix it, and the fan base could potentially do that as well. I think everyone within the organization, though, is going to be pretty realistic about what's going on, and I don't think anyone in the organization, five games in, if they hadn't won a game, is going to be hitting the panic button or or, or freaking out in any way um, just because there's some realistic expectations of, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, the old, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Um, but that kind of puts it back to where I still think the Hawks can struggle to start the season because they've had quite a few slow starts these last few years, and it's been okay. Obviously, they have higher expectations, but I still, like, I, I've, I've been telling everyone that asked me uh, that I, I think this is a five to seven seed team. And this is kind of characteristic of a five to seven seed team where, you know, they could have a slow start and, and find their form later on. Um, but I don't think there's going to be any like crazy moves or anything like that just because, you know, they, they lose the first few couple of games to, to start their season. It's just, uh, 
I really think there is there there's something to the amount of of new that that Quinn Snyder is implementing because like I don't know he he's just a, a really smart basketball mind uh, and when you're around this team and you're seeing how he is talking about you know wanting these guys to think about things in ways that they've never thought about. But Kay, hold um, on one second, let me just push back a little bit. I totally understand sure, what you're ahead. saying. But that can't excuse – the newness can't excuse a combined, like, 8 for 30 each from Trey and DJ for the first two games. Yeah. I mean, what well, I think they would – I think they're owning it. Um, but I think they're just on the, like, yeah, we're, we're not going to panic about this because, like, we, we know those guys to be really good scorers. And I am still, as of now, not on the, like, okay, you know, they, they got their powers taken from them. I know it's Halloween season, so it's like it's, it's not like that just went away from their game. I think it is just getting them – I mean, look, let's be, let's be real. When it comes to Trey, he's a guy that in the past was used to on defense. I go stand over in the corner, and then if I think somebody's going to grab a rebound, I'm sprinting down the floor, and I'm going up for a shot, you know, so – He's a lot more active in those things. I think that also takes something out of your body that, you know, there are those early season conditioning things um, that, of course, every guy is going to come in and say, I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, But there is something different between, you know, true game speed uh, and what they've been doing in training camp. And I think the NBA, much like every other league, that as they have moved to help out players by, okay, we're, you know, we're we're not going to, put you through as much strenuous stuff to start off the season. And because there's just not as much time for them to have those practices um, that it's, it's going to take them getting some game reps. And we're, we're watching teams who are veteran teams play really well to start the year. And I feel like it's, it's not entirely that surprising. So one bright spot that we need to highlight, especially me and you who have been very critical of this man in the past. So when he does something well, we need to give him his flowers. That of course is Deandre Hunter. If you dropped me down from a foreign planet last night and had me watch that game, I would have told you he was the Hawks best player. And I would have told you he looked like one of the best players in the league. So Caleb, how do the Hawks bottle up that magic and get it to be more of the standard for the, for DeAndre rather than the exception? Uh, I, look, I think that's on DeAndre uh, because you say, like, yeah, the New York game, a really good game for Dre, but what about Charlotte the game before? Like, it was like his defense was pretty suspect, and he didn't shoot the ball very well, you know, himself. So it's one of those it, – it feels like it's always been this way with him where when you're seeing full effort from him, you're like, wow – this is your 18 points a night, you know, kind of guy. Um, and then he goes off and has a night was what, 27, you know, like you're like, okay. So he can some nights even go beyond that. Uh, but I think there's too many nights uh, where it's more like the Charlotte game and you're just left scratching your head. Uh, and I feel like I've seen a lot of um, encouragement from Quinn when talking about DeAndre, like it legitimately, you bring up his name because I know I did. And uh, after the Indiana preseason game, and it was kind of like, well, what did you see from from DeAndre in his first preseason game? 
and Quinn just lit up and just go, went on and on and on and on about all the improvement that he's seen from him. And it's like, okay, so it it feels like an effort thing. Like I, I, I never want to claim that I don't think a guy is trying, but I just have a hard time figuring out any other explanation for what goes on with him because he truly has the talent and he, he showed it last night. Uh, and I'm just hoping that it's more of the norm than not. Uh, when at the same time, I think DeAndre was a guy who in the, in the past, our Hawks team has, hasn't been as, as high up on the go-to guy kind of person. And now he is because John's gone and there's younger guys, you know, Sadiq and Jalen in that lineup. Uh, and I think he is relied on more to be not only a stronghold on defense, but to be a part of the offense. Uh, and so I just I hope he shows up on a consistent basis because we, we know he can do it. All right, Caleb, last one. Got about a minute left here. The Hawks avoid 0-3 and beat the Milwaukee Bucks if? Um, oof. Uh, if Onyeko Kongwu can contain Giannis Antetokounmpo like we've seen him do in the past. Uh, for whatever reason, the way that uh, Valley Chunas is like the kryptonite for Onyeko Kongwu, Onyeka, on the other hand, has been kryptonite to Giannis Antetokounmpo. We saw at the beginning of last season, um, and I think it's just one of those, um, you know, he's he's got the link to stay with him and kind of irritate him. I'm very curious because, look, Giannis and Dame together so far – uh, you know, that, that hasn't needed a whole lot of, of time to, to make that work. So I'm very curious to see what the Hawks are able to do to limit uh, those two guys. Uh, but the other part is going to be this whole conversation that you and I are having. The Hawks have to get back to shooting well. Otherwise, any defensive presence that they have against the Bucks isn't going to matter because the Bucks are still going to score more points. Cause that's just, you know, that's the NBA. Guys are going to score. All right, for now, Caleb, I will leave you with a fingers crossed for tomorrow against the Bucks. <laughs> 7 o'clock <laughs> tip right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, Caleb, appreciate you as always, my man. Yes, sir. Have a good one, man. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.